We all have a creative part of our brain, whether we use it or not, for generating new ideas, problem solving, and just viewing ourselves in this world. I am Ricky McGeckron, an artist living in Chicago, and I am eager to know and share with you all how people of a creative leaning have brought this way of thinking to the forefront and how it has shifted outcomes. Robert Porozinski is a friend, an incredible artist, and one of my first guests ever on Eager to Know. I am excited to have him back to discuss his latest work and his upcoming exhibition January 15th through February 26th at Gallery Studio O in Chicago. First of all, I just want to welcome you back to Eager to Know. You, I don't know if you recall, but I think you were one of my first guests that I ever had when I started this two years ago. I do. I remember that. It seems like that was not nearly two years ago. Hard to believe that. But, uh, but it's great to have you back. And plus, it's also great to talk to you because even though we live near each other, we haven't really had a chance to talk or see each other because of COVID. I know. That's really put a damper on everybody's life. It's crazy. Now, has it put a damper on your artwork and your, your productivity? Well, um, in that regard, I actually think it was a benefit. Um, I, I was furloughed from my full-time job as a designer um, with a packaging company uh, for about four months. So it really did give me a lot of time to focus and just sort of get back into the groove of making artwork again. Um, so it really, it was a really productive time for me, actually. If you are in a painting production creative mode, are you like a nine to five type guy where you get up and paint on a regular schedule? Um, yeah, that's really how I've always tried to, to go about it is to look at it as my job and to really focus on it in sort of a regular scheduled time frame. So I really am not one that just goes in late at night or works all night necessarily. That's, I, I like to keep it sort of a regular schedule. So it feels like a job. Would you say that you're someone that likes to have a plan? I know for instance, I'm not someone where who can just go into the studio willy nilly. And this is what I feel like working on today. And you know, what am I going to create today? I have to have like a series, a plan to be working towards. How would you, how would you describe I, I like think, how you work? I think we really have a similar view on that. Um, I, I feel the same way. I, I kind of have to have something in my head, a direction that I want to go um, before I start something. I, I, I really don't just start with an empty blank canvas and just start making marks and see where it goes. Um, I think, you know, there's probably a lot of artists that do that and get great results, but yeah, I kind of want to have a sense of what I want to do, what, what I want it to be. Yeah. And your series, you have very distinct series and it seems to me that each one of them, certainly there's commonalities, like your color palette right. is, is, you know, is you, there's definitely a Robert Porzinski color palette. <laughs> like when you, <laughs> even when, to know that. <laughs> yes. When, when you did that portrait of your husband, 
uh, you could tell that it was, you know, it was a portrait, you don't normally do portraits. And I saw that, right. I would have known that that was your work just because of the use of the paint technique and the color. But what yeah. I was trying to get at is, so if you're someone that, um, you know, kind of has to have a plan, a theme, a direction, it seems that all of your series are very unique. So at some point, you've got to be figuring out what this series is going to be. So is there a lot of stuff that everyone doesn't see where you're working things out before you actually start producing what the series is going to be? Yes, there definitely is. Um, uh, for the last group, this is a short series. I mean, it was like a group of four um, dimensional pieces. Uh, they're called conspiracy theories. And those pieces well, they were sort of a hybrid between the grid paintings that I've been doing and um, some other dimensional work that I've done in the past. And so that was sort of the criteria that I knew it was going to be made up of these wood blocks. It was going to be a grid, but actually what they were going to be looked like in the end, I didn't really know. Um, so in that regard, that part of it wasn't a plan. I just sort of started applying these blocks um, to the panel and I was just going to let it see where, where it went. And I didn't really have a, a, really a sense that they were going to be called conspiracy theory. Um, I didn't know what they were going to be, but it was sort of as I started creating them, obviously everything that's going on in the world today that was in my subconscious and what's going on with people following conspiracy theories, that sort of thing. Um, that's how, what they felt like to me is they felt like I was building these things that in some ways were very irrational, had no plan. Um, there's tangents, things that go nowhere. I mean, they feel like a structural form but it be a structure that nobody would ever build because it's, there's sort of an absurdity to it. Um, so I guess that was sort of the direction that those took. These are part of your show that is coming up at Gallery Studio O. Yeah, so the show is at Gallery Studio O and that's O-H exclamation point. And that is in the Ravenswood neighborhood of Chicago. Right. And it's actually, it's the same place that I had my um, motel show at, for those of right. you that are listening and familiar with that. I know I, you gave me a preview of the work. And in addition to the conspiracy theory, you know, three-dimensional pieces, I think there were two other or three other seri series that are included. Is that correct? I think it's maybe like three or four. Um, there was the, the grid paintings. Um, I think there's three of those included in the show. Uh, some other dimensional pieces uh, that I, those are actually a couple of years old but that I initially, those are sort of a big jump from my uh, other interruption series, uh, which include uh, misaligned panel paintings, um, sort of overlapping images that sort of contradict each other there are a lot of transparency, sense of transparency going on with those. Uh, so it, it, those series sort of lead one into the next. You know, I started 
the whole interruption series maybe five years ago. And it's sort of been a progression of pushing what I'm doing with geometric imagery, you know, into dimensional pieces and uh, then the grid paintings. Now, the ones that look like they are, they remind me of looking through glass block. Are those the grid? What, what series are those? Right. Yeah, those are the grid. Um, so the largest piece, the one that is actually on the invite for the show, um, is called Memory Card. That was the largest piece that's in, in the show. And that piece, for me, uh, these pieces uh, really focus on the brushwork. And they're very deliberate brush strokes that are very evident. So there's not a lot of blending in them. It, it's a very sort of immediate brush stroke, yep. which for me, that title implies that anybody that really looks at it can really experience what it would be to paint it. You can really see uh, sort of the hand of the artist creating these marks. It, and aside from the fact that the overall image, I think, has a sense of maybe data or a library of information because it's all of these little cells that are sort of combined together to create this whole painting. Yeah, it, it, it sort of has a um, like right brain, left brain combination feel to it. Cause it sort of has like a, an order grid feel, but then it's also extremely organic. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that that was the impression that it left you with because um, I think that's what a lot of these paintings are about. That There's this underlying grid, but what is happening within that is a lot more organic and gestural. Yeah. So one thing I have to say about your paintings is they look amazing in person. I think that photography doesn't necessarily do them justice. Um, I think that, I think people really need to come out and see them. And, well, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely nice to know that they're actually better in person. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, yeah that's, I think that there's, uh, you know, a lot that obviously you lose and you don't pick up in a, in a photograph. So, um, yeah, I definitely encourage people to to make that venture um, out to really see them. Okay, wonderful. And so then they're going to be up there for a full month? Um, yeah, a little, a little bit more than a month, you know, so it's the end of February. So there's definitely a, a good amount of time uh, okay, to great. stop by. And are all of these available for sale? Uh, yes, they are. Or available, available <laughs> for available for purchase. Right. Acquisition. <laughs> all right, good. So, are. are you um, working on a new series next, or do you feel like because you you have so many series? I feel like you could just stay within the constraints, so to speak, of your current series right, of, the, of these existing. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I do. Um, I have, I guess simultaneously, I always have a few things in my head that pull me in different directions. Um, I definitely want to do actually the next piece that I have in mind is related to those, the wooden block 
pieces, the conspiracy theory, but I do want to create a piece that is fully sculptural, which would really be sort of the first time I've really done something that is fully three-dimensional and sculptural. Everything else has been, it's something that was still intended to be hung on a wall, even though it's dimensional. Um, this would be fully sculptural. So it would be a direct relationship to those pieces. Um, and then definitely there are more um, within the grid sort of format that I want to pursue as well. That might be just sort of variations of that. So Robert, I am very excited to see your full show because um, I've only seen the images of the paintings and the sculptures. So I'm looking forward to seeing them in person. And again, it's January 15th through February 26th. So wait a minute, that's this coming Friday, January 15th. Yeah, I know it's coming up quick. It's already next week, Friday. All right. And so this is actually a, it's a two-person exhibition. The name of the exhibition yeah. is, Bold, is Bold Move. Um, and it is at Gallery Studio O, and that's art-studio-oh.com. And they are located in the Ravenswood neighborhood of Chicago. And it's, your work is awesome. And many people have told me that they can't wait to see it. So uh, oh, wow. you, you have a lot of Glad fans. Yes, a lot of fans of yours that have been telling <laughs> me. In fact, I found out about your show through a friend who said, Robert's having a show at Gallery Studio. Oh, I, I can't wait to see his artwork. <laughs> uh, that's great to hear. Um, thank you again, Rick. Great to talk to you as always. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing all of your artwork. My name is Ricky McGeckrin, and you have been listening to Eager to Know, the podcast. If you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Eager to Know podcast.